1: Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point Process online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. Dave, how many times have we had the luxury, the answer is zero, of having entrepreneurs come into the studio that actually experienced a Boiling Point process live event? Yeah, I think this would be the first
2: Wow. Uh, yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I Eric, feel honored. Yes. You should. All right. You should. Yeah, yeah. You were very we, first. Well, actually, let's just throw it right over to you, Derek. How did we meet you? I mean, this is kind of, a, for me, it's a neat story. And I'm, by the way, I'm familiar with what you've been doing prior to meeting you, but I'm thinking in December. You, you yeah. attended an event and can maybe give us some, con- the listeners, some context.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm always looking to expand my knowledge around marketing, and I've seen what you guys were doing and I loved it. So I joined in on the boiling point process and got to watch you guys actually film an entire podcast, which was super cool just to understand how what you guys put into it and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it was awesome.
2: It was, well, we appreciate you coming because we, we it was our first uh, live event. I don't know if it showed up like that.
3: <laughs> we were we were nervous, but it was it, it was an, it was excellent. You guys did a great job. Thank you, and it was oh, and I'm
2: you're sorry. being kind. Uh, it was a and I and I you know and I felt it you know and I maybe I held the bar too low, but I was really impressed with the people we met, like you and. We're, what the 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 final step in the process is around building community. So as you're meeting these amazing people that are part of your our community, and we we feel you are, um, we want to include you, you know, on the podcast because you you know people like you doing really cool things, and um, because Greg always wants to get people involved to have any connection with hockey because he's a big big yeah. hockey fan. It's huge. Playoffs. huge. Go Sidney Crosby. He was he was recently asked a question about who scored. What was the question? Now Rivers asked you who scored? Who
1: scored the the winning goal at the Olympic game? And I know, I know, the golden the gold goal, game. the golden goal. Yeah. yeah. So you know who that is? Oh, absolutely. Right? And so
2: I think Greg did know or didn't know.
1: It was a. a, a <laughs> <laughs> I did know it was Sidney Crosby, but anytime hockey questions come, I get all nervous and I start to sweat, and then I like everything just left and. Uh, and he, you, you, you said I, I thought, you put me, you, you, you put, put me him under up the bus, to it. yeah. That's I a
3: future Canadian heritage moment, isn't it? Oh, it really totally.
2: Does. So the other the he so they they spent so long talking about that that Rivers actually never got, and Rivers was actually um, hosting the event. So you remember Rivers, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rivers Corbett, and he has a great podcast that Greg went on. the um, Startup Canada podcast, and then but he was really trying to get to the second question, which was who passed the puck
1: to Sidney Crosby?
3: Ooh. Was it, it's Jerome McGinlay? Damn! Look yeah. at this guy. Yeah, well yeah. done, man. Right.
2: Excellent. Nice. So, oh,
1: I, I, I'm glad you knew because like, I, <laughs> I knew that myself. I was wondering if you did. <laughs> so, so tell us. The, okay, night puck
2: technology. This is cool. This is really. I'll t- I, I, For a guy that grew up in the Yukon Territory and loved hockey, and do you know how many hours of daylight there are in the Yukon Territory in the winter? Not a whole lot. No.
3: You Fewer go, than here,
2: my, yeah. You, you would, you would, you would, and especially in the because de- because the you know the the night the days get so long during the summer and they get so compressed during the winter that um, you literally would go to school and it would start to get light after you there and then when you get home it's starting to get dark and then when you go to to practice hockey you know. It's challenging, right? Absolutely. But, but you could have helped me in the 1970s. <laughs> yeah, potentially. Where were you, man? You yeah, weren't born no, yet, probably. Yeah, no, I wasn't
3: born yet. Not <laughs> for you, another but, 16 years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you can help UConnors now and other people. So tell us about this.
3: Yeah, so we um, we had a simple problem. We were playing pond hockey in the evenings and we kept losing pucks in the, in the woods, so... We decided to try to put some lights inside of a hockey puck, as crazy as that sounds. He's like, do you
2: and your buddies or who was was Uh, it?
3: Yeah, me and one of my best friends, Rick Richard, who's actually the co-founder of my business. And yeah, that's where night puck technology originated. That's not what we're working on today. We've moved over to IQ Puck, which is actually a training device for minor hockey league players to help them shoot and pass better from home. (laughs)
2: Well and this is a part of what we want to get into because I love how you've kind of iterated and and evolved and you know based on it but uh, the premise was and you got and and look at what we have here and we've had this luxury of having people mm. come in and bring all these cool this products feel, and stuff they're working it? on yeah, and absolutely. and so so Greg maybe oh, nice. I'm gonna get Greg to describe what he is he he does he probably has never felt one of those what,
1: what <laughs> tell, tell the audience what you're yeah that's not true I have definitely. Touched a hockey puck before. <laughs> it looks very much like a piece of vinyl, a vinyl record. This is cool. This is a puck. And oddly, it feels a little lighter than a regular puck, but it's probably not.
3: That one actually is. yeah oh, interesting. That was so, one of I, like the first cause, four cause prototypes be, ever built.
1: Wow. Yeah. And, and it's got LED lights, little tiny LEDs coming out, and it is cool. And there's a little little button, probably on and off button on the top. Yep. So I can see how... This comes in very handy in dark uh, evening rinks or ponds. Yeah, this is cool.
2: And and, you know what is so frustrating is you've got like, you know, you come, everyone drags, pucks out their bags, right? And we go okay. We got three pucks. Okay, guys, we got to be careful, right? Absolutely. And then Ashley one, and you dig it out of the snow. All the snow comes on the ice. You gotta get all. Okay, we we didn't lose it. Eventually, you lose one. And you're like screw it, we can't find. And then you lose the second one. Now, if you lose the third one, in the game like it might as well quit. So this can help. This this the idea was you're that was gonna solve that problem.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So stop losing pucks. Also being able to track the puck because we found that. As, as it gets darker, your night vision adjusts, you could see the other players skating around still. you could even see sticks. but as soon as there was a little bit of speed on that little black disc, oh yeah, it completely eluded your vision right. So it brought that in. Uh, and then we we initially actually had lights facing upwards. so uh, that would have been on the flat surface of the puck. Um, and then we found that that was actually taken away from our night vision. So we moved them to the sides and it created almost like the like glow, 1990s like oh, yeah. box track. Yes. Puck-esque. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Oh, so.
2: Yeah, that was still was, and that's coming back. I think I heard that's making a comeback. Yeah. They, like well, the, the stream and the pass and stuff.
3: Yeah. So yeah. Well, uh, SAP, which is a giant analytics company is partnered with NHL and a uh, German hardware manufacturer and they, they've actually built a full analytics system and automated analytics system using infrared technology, uh, inside of NHL rinks, so they can actually track the distance between passes, the speed of each player, uh, how, like what their distances are correlated to one another. It's really cool. Wow. And just basically a more complicated version of what we're trying to bring home at the end of the day.
2: So you're, so you. You launched this, uh, with the, the night kind of puck going, you know, uh, 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 and then what happened? What was the response? And then, and then how does that tell us, maybe unfold the story for you? So
3: yeah, so, you know, getting back to the subject of entrepreneurship, it's actually a really good, uh, a note, uh, for, for someone who has to take a pivot. So, um, yeah, we, we went down the process of creating a pr- commercial design of this particular product, prototype, and, uh, and we tried to bring it to market. And we ran into margin issues, so our cost was far too high to what the market would actually bear uh, for a retail price at that point in time. So we own the IP for it. We decided to shelf it, Um, sat on it for about a year and a half. They said, what, what could we do? We could put electronics inside of a hockey puck. We know that we can make it balance. We know that we could make it standard weight. What could, what else could we do with that? And, uh, Arduino. Uh, boards, development boards started becoming really popular in the market. So we started fooling around with those and we said, what if we could put basically an entire cell phone inside of a hockey puck? and track the acceleration Jeez. gyroscopic oh, values so coming cool, off huh? of it.
2: gyroscopic. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't even wow. know what that is. I was talking with What's that gyroscopic?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, a gyroscope, we were actually talking about- yeah. um, You know,
1: the gimbal, gimbal that I had last time. Yeah, I yeah earlier. No, well,
2: I didn't, uh, which I know a little bit about, but so tell, yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So it's just, it's, it's a means of keeping a um, track of where uh, the direction of force is okay. coming and going. Uh,
1: you got a science background. Don't it's, it's, you? It's, it's really smart stuff, Dave. <laughs> yeah,
2: way over was,
3: my head. I was ch- chatting with her computational <laughs> physicists earlier today, so I'm geeking I'm it a little uh, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So essentially, you are taking the little tiny boards that are similar on her cell phone. Yeah, and uh, it's all GPS uh, or or not GPS, but some sort of location tracking. Yeah. And you are capturing the data in this, and then gets downloaded to the cell phone.
3: Yeah, exactly. So the whole goal is that. We're going to have a, a smart hockey puck with a couple sensors that go on the net. They're going to constantly be communicating with another, one another and relaying data back to the cell phone so the basically minor hockey league players can practice on their shooting and passing at home. One of the biggest things when you're growing up and, and playing hockey that you miss out in the rink is you don't get that one-on-one coaching for shooting and passing. You're typically doing team drills because you only have so much ice time and all that kind of stuff. And if you ever ask your coach, you know, can you help me with my shot? I'm sure they would help you, but typically their advice was go home and shoot 50 pucks a night. So we're just trying to leverage that advice that's already happening in the game and be able to... It give is, more value. To I, I
2: can't even begin to tell you how valuable this be for kids. Uh,
1: I I, th- I think
3: it's, like yeah. like and I, and, you, and and just as it might just, even be valuable for me because I have a pretty crappy shot at this <laughs> well, point. <laughs> yeah, me as
2: well. But I mean, especially kids that are developing and you know and want and just you know curious how how is my is my shot getting better because, and and um like like most Canadian garage doors ours is full of. Mark, like, like people come and they go. Why would you let Liam, uh, who's my son, you know, just fire <laughs> against that big white door? And I'm like, I, well, I don't. I have a big net and stuff, but. But now I could, I could actually, you know, bring the analytics to him and say, buddy, like, look, your shot's way <laughs> off. You know, yeah. it's, it, it, if it was harder, you would put it right through the garage. Um, this is so cool. So where are you guys on this, uh, you know, in this journey?
3: So we are entering our final phase of hardware development. So we're actually building some beta prototypes right now that can handle the impact force of an NHL slapshot. Really? Um, so we want to build... One thing that me and my co-founder have always stood by is the fact that if we bring a product to market, it has to be good quality. It has to, um, really, you know, stand the test of time and, and, uh, give good value to the, the customer because that's how we both shop. We're, we're very much value consumers and, uh, and so, yeah, so we're literally weeks to a month away from having a fully functioning prototype, wow. which is really exciting. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: And how can people learn more about this that are listening? Like,
3: uh, Probably the best way is to follow us on social media or just go to a visit our website at uh, www.nightpuck.ca. We'll plug there. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to.
2: That's what you're here to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then is there any way like someone that interviews in a podcast could get an early prototype to check out at some point well, or be part of a, part a, ba- of a, beta, a beta group beta or anything
3: like that? So what we're doing is we're engaging some of the hockey schools in the local area. So we've, uh, we, we don't have a formal agreements in place right now, but some of the bigger schools uh, have given us informal agreements to line up some kids to uh, do some triads. So uh, we'll be spreading some news out to those clubs. Cool. Um, And and basically pretty well every age group, so Adam right through to Midget, yeah. uh, we'll be we'll be looking for kids to get on the ice and actually do some trials Neat. with so that So
2: for people that don't know what that, you know, like the, the league, that's everywhere from like a six-year-old to a 17-year-old. Exactly.
3: Um, yeah.
1: That is very cool. Yeah. So one, one of my last questions uh, is when you and I talked uh, at the Balling Point Process event, you were saying that... It, it was um, the market's a little tough at the beginning because it's a it's a brand new technology in a brand new way, right? And everybody sees the benefit of it, but to yeah. get people converted to trying and paying a few extra dollars to make it work, or I can't really exactly remember the the challenges you were explaining to me, but I, I remember it, it it sounded like something that was relatively easy to overcome, but uh, it was challenging with you. What yeah, was it's, that?
3: it's um. I guess you could only go so far with a, a concept on paper with with a hardware style product. Um, you know, if if you've ever been involved in uh, mentorship around around building business and building products, it's all about validating that market and going out and testing it. and uh, And you can get pretty far on paper, just showing people concepts, asking really good questions, so on and so forth. But you do hit a tipping point where you really need that physical engagement, you need them to use it. You need them to understand it fully. And, uh, and that's, and that's really what requires that or, um, what, uh, predicates that full, uh, understanding is, is, uh, is just getting out on the ice and slapping the puck around and seeing how it works. Yeah.
2: And do you come from like an entrepreneurial family or like where does where this, where is this, is this in your blood and your DNA? Is it just unique to you or what's the? Uh,
3: no, actually, you know, I come from uh, a, a really trades person driven family, yeah. um, many blue colored hard workers. Yeah. Um, I've just always had an interest in business. I actually had um, a high school teacher at St. John High, Paul Hodgins. Uh, who gave me a little bit of inspiration to get involved with uh, the stock markets and stuff like that and kind of Ever since then, I've just really? loved business cool. and have eaten up every bit of it. I yeah. possibly can.
2: Yeah. yeah. No. And are, are you, and have you, do you have investors in this and everything lined up and
3: yeah, we brought in, uh, uh a couple small investors initially, and then we're, we're doing a round two for, uh, for our go to market. And, uh, and so that's coming up. I'm, cool. I've been lining folks up for that. And,
2: oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. And as a, as you know, for someone who might be interested in that, yeah, how did they get in touch with you directly?
3: uh you can email me directly uh all my contact information's on the website on, on nightpuck.ca yeah okay. absolutely
2: awesome why well, and it's a new brunswick based business right
3: based out of st john
2: so the so that would that tax credit would probably
1: apply would it
3: for investors absolutely nice which is yeah. really good to know
1: 50 so percent back on uh investments. yeah yeah
3: maybe, maybe one day they'll work across all the atlantic wouldn't provinces wouldn't that be something yeah that would
2: yeah. be yeah. Something. look at that look I, well, can we talk about that? Cause I'd be, I'd, I'd be really curious about that. What the, what the ask is in the next round, you know, if you're looking at angels or whatever, you know, whatever you're looking at.
3: Yeah. So, uh, we're still waiting for a little bit of input cost. So we've gone out to different, uh, contract manufacturers, uh, component builders, yeah. um, and, and we've pretty well figured out all of our costs. So we're in the range of, uh, 600 to 800, uh, for this round. And we're willing to give up a, a decent chunk of equity for that, but uh, definitely looking to go to market and get to revenue with that one raise, which is exciting.
2: Nice. Man, well, I, well done. I'm so impressed. Um, this is, uh, this is one of, this is probably my favorite new company out there right now. Just Thank cause you. I, I'm telling you, I'm just, you're talking to the kid that, that grew up in the Yukon, having this exact issue with the, where it started, but yeah. then, but then. You know, um, as you're practicing and you're playing, you're trying to get better, you never know. And and if one thing held me back it was probably my shot. <laughs> well, one I mean, of many things. <laughs> <It> probably, <yeah. laughs> I would have made it if I had a better slap shot. That's what um, I tell
3: people too. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no
2: one will listen to me. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's just so cool, and it's so it's it's amazing to think that it'll be um, built right here in New Brunswick.
3: One of the one of the coolest aspects of it is the fact that we're using similar components. So when uh, we bring IQ puck to market, shortly afterwards, we'll actually be able to bring. The original night pucked market really? as well. Cool. So that'll be that'll be really neat. Well
2: we gotta meet again. Um yeah, absolutely. And, and learn more because I'm also you know, I'm also really curious about just the whole how the business model works because I'm guessing um there's uh you know, there's it's your app and everything connected to it, it's not just the physical product and there's yeah. probably add-ons there and and, yeah, like, And opportunities there as well. Just to give
3: you a hint, like one of the things we're looking at doing is actually going out to some of the camps and saying, Hey, do you want to build a custom program for your, your kids in your camp? Um and, and be able to nice. you know have an in-app sale or just yeah. a direct sale that with a with a uh, an access code that's given to them by the camp yeah um so well done yeah you know, you thought really this cool. through this is yeah, okay
2: yeah. um so we're gonna we're gonna thank Derek and then we're gonna thank do you Derek some amazing awesome to have you on man um yeah very well done oh before we let you go um one and we're putting you on the spot.
3: Yeah, no, Are you we're, ready it's for okay. It? Oh, no, it? good. Okay. point <laughs>
2: process. What was what was your big takeaway from that from that day?
3: You know, one of the things that uh, interested me most about it was the community building aspect. And so, you know, really just putting uh, putting yourself out there as as much as possible um, and kind of Fixating on a specific niche market uh, and and continuously giving value to that and seeing the return come back to that inevitably, like from that inevitably. Mm -hmm. That was probably my biggest takeaway from the awesome point process. Awesome.
2: Well, you're the perfect participant because you were very active and engaged and, you know, throughout the day because we both remember meeting you and there was thousands, thousands. (laughs) No, in the best possible way. And there were like tens of thousands of people there. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. In in our yeah. minds, in our Harbor mind. station, yeah. right? Yeah, but. no,
2: it was it was uh it was so, but that was a really fun event, and it's just so neat to, to to have you come in and follow up.
3: No, it was excellent to be there, and thank you so much for having me on the on the we're gonna, podcast. We're having as well. you again, man. You're coming yeah, back,
2: yeah. giving telling us the next next piece. All right, thanks everyone. Thank you guys. And now it's time for the boiling point takeaways.
1: Okay, cool. Okay, and we yeah, are part of we're, it. We're working
2: on this. This, we're is, a, on it, yeah, this yeah. is an it, evolving segment. It's
1: an evolving ah, system. Okay.
2: Yeah, this okay, is, we we're, we're we're innovating. This is like this is like our night puck. <laughs> this is like our night puck version. Yeah. yeah. So
3: so this yeah. is uh H-I-B this zero 01. This yes. is this yeah. is yeah.
1: Dave explaining to our, uh, our our guest Derek here... Um, how our takeaway videos are kind of new to us so we're, we're just we're figuring stuff out we're well, iterating and, 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 as we and, go there. and
2: anyone that um, has watched any of them would know because there's dropped dropped cameras there's all this craziness <laughs> and lots of giggling lots of well. like laughing that just doesn't make sense but um, <laughs> but here I'm gonna give you my takeaway um, and it's all about innovating and um, taking a product, getting it into a market, um, trying to validate as quickly as possible and then pivoting. Right. And Derek has a really good story about that. You gotta listen to the podcast to understand. Uh night nightpuck.ca just as a little teaser. Um, but um he is the best example of it that I've heard in a long time.
1: And I'd say can can I see the, the prototype again? Yeah, absolutely. I would say my uh my takeaway, Dave, is this this puck that I'm holding in my hand is one of the absolute original prototypes. Of night puck, so check this out. So uh, if you're listening, I'm spinning around a puck, and it's got LEDs coming out, and it's perfect for nighttime hockey uh, playing on, on ponds, on outdoor rinks, etc. And my takeaway was how perfectly entrepreneurial that uh, this really cool concept had to be put on the shelf. And the guys hung out for a year and a half and iterated it until they found out what the market was actually in need for. And the other cool thing is. This little uh, initial uh, innovation will be released with the with the final product. And, and Derek, I think it's really and, really cool. And, and Derek's giving it to us is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So That's Derek, Derek piece, how about actually, you, man? But... Um, for, you know, to be able to discuss your product on uh, on the podcast. Today. Any any takeaways for you?
3: Uh no. It's uh, I I think it was uh, it, it's always great to get out there and uh, have have a discussion around what we're doing and and have an opportunity to. Have it through different venues. So my my takeaway, hmm, I don't know. Um, Just say this: I'm awesome. You guys are awesome. <laughs> no, you
1: guys are you're awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Love it. But awesome. thank you
3: for having me on here for sure.
2: Anytime. We'll have we're gonna have him back on.
1: All right. over okay. to you Greg. Okay, folks. So uh, make sure you tune in to the BowlingPointPodcast.com to hear this very uh, fun interview. Uh, and, and and maybe mention where we met uh, Derek. And we met Derek at the Bowling Point process that Dave and I put on, uh, a live event which is now in a digital form that you can check out at boilingpointprocess.com and you will be able to learn how to be heard in a noisy marketplace if you check it out. Also if you can do us a favor and rate and subscribe to the Bowling Point podcast, that really helps us in getting more, uh, more listeners to about, our world. What about smashing? Come on, do it.
2: We'll have to get Derek to do it.
1: Tell me about smashing that like Smash the like.
3: Smash that like button. Oh, I got to speak into the bike. Smash that like button. There we go. I'm not used to this. This is new.
2: <laughs> you do that way better than we've done it. We haven't done it. Don, Don will love it.
1: not He did it. He, you're like... Derek knew what that
2: reference he, was. He got, he, we're like, What does that mean? Bro? yeah. yeah. Oh. Thanks for
0: checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out LeadershipUnleashed.ca or VisionCoachingInc.com. And on Twitter at Dave underscore Vail. And to catch up with Greg, visit HemmingsHouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling.